back to the Break It Down for Bragdon's podcast. This is Kevin Bragdon's, and I'm sitting with Julie Philibaum. Julie was elected to city council in Charlestown in 2021. She moved to Charlestown back in 2017 and jumped in with both feet into community volunteering, several local government and nonprofit boards, and she is the organizer of the annual yarn bombing of the trees in historically hip downtown Charlestown which solicits donations of cold weather items for the Jefferson County Community Ministries. If you've seen it on Washington Street, they put these yarn sweaters around the trees. It's pretty cool. But today we are here to talk about the Charlestown Cannabis Petition. Julie, welcome back like the fourth time to the podcast. It has it been the fourth? I don't know. Yeah, I've lost Maybe track. Maybe the fifth time. No, I think you're right. I think it is the fourth time. I believe you're probably the most one of the most senior people. Mm-hmm. So... Awesome. Fifth time, do I get a smoking jacket like on SNL? We'll figure that out. Yeah, is that? I don't even know if that happens. Okay, I should figure something out though, like a a, a trophy. <laughs> so let's start off with what is a petition and why is the cannabis petition important? Um, well, a petition is just a way that citizens can show their government officials that they are they want change. They want something to be different. Um, So we are, what was the question again? What is a petition? So like why, so what is a petition? Because in my mind, when I think of a petition, for some reason, I think of probably something from 30 years ago where somebody walked around the clipboard and said, hey, are you interested in saving the whales or saving the seals? And you're like, yeah, of course. You sign it, you put your name and your phone number and your address, and then who knows whatever happened to it. I remember they would stand outside the subways getting people to sign petitions. How petitions change like now? So what is your petition like? Yeah, I mean, that still does happen. And there may be a part of this that becomes that. Um, but right now it is digital. It's on online. It's pretty easy website to remember. bit.li slash Charlestown Cannabis. B-I-T dash li dot li it's so easy to remember yes. right we'll have to put this in the in the notes yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so you can go online and sign a petition this petition uh is to decriminalize marijuana inside charlestown city limits correct yes okay the difference between decriminalization and legalization it sounds the same to me but how is it different sure i think this is a pretty common um misconception decriminalizing it is it's still illegal you would still be charged with a misdemeanor but you are not going to serve any jail time and you're not going to have any fines or fees associated with that charge whereas at this time you go to jail um under state law you would go to jail uh currently in the in municipal code if you have a simple possession which is less than half of an ounce it's like a entire sandwich baggie full <laughs> okay that would um or less that would only constitute a a you'd have to go to court and there would be a fine associated with that um currently for first offense it's 330 dollars second offense is 660 dollars third offense is a thousand dollars because by state law it cannot it can be no more than a thousand dollars so then hypothetically if enough people sign the petition it goes to city council gets voted up then the situation is if I get pulled over for a traffic stop and they find a bag of weed, mm-hmm. instead of it being $330 plus court costs or whatever, 
now it would be just a, what, a slap on the wrist or something? Right. I mean, honestly, if there's no fines or fees or jail time and it's only a misdemeanor, the police might not even worry about it. Because, well, they wouldn't even look at it anymore. Right. Okay. Um, that is the goal. Uh, this was discussed last night at the ordinance committee. Mm. Um, the ordinance committee is one of the standing committees of city council. So there are only, there's four members. They are all council members and that's how the standing committees work. Um, so it's myself, Ricky Twyford is the chair. Uh, she's in ward four, uh, Jean Petty, who's also in ward three, the same as me is on it and Kevin Tester out of ward two. So we discuss ordinances, which are sort of like the laws of the city, the city laws. Um, and they range from the most basic things of we're going to have like how the parks board or the tree board is governed to actual like criminal offenses such as this one so currently it says um no more than a thousand dollars but the court has decided these are the fees for the first second and third charge um, that was decided about 20 years ago and the records are a little unclear as to why those were charged but at the end of the day, state law says no more than $1,000 and $0 is not more than $1,000. So that's, this is not contrary to state law. It's still, like I said, it's still illegal. It's still a misdemeanor, but we are just doing the absolute minimum per state law that we're allowed to charge, which is $0. Is the goal. Okay. I get it. So <clears throat> why is it? important for people to go to the website that'll be listed in the show notes to sign the petition drive I, it drive it home drive yeah it home. i think it's really important because i think there is still a little bit of a pushback a little bit of a stigma even though in you know 20 minutes from charlestown in virginia it is legal in maryland they just voted to legalize it as well and in dc it is also legal. So and we know that a lot of the people that live in Charlestown commute to those areas every day for work or go shopping or for entertainment. Um, so it just seems quite ridiculous to me that we are still behind the times on this. Um, and I think this is a great way to catch up while we're still waiting on the state legislature to legalize it. But I think it's important to sign the petition um, even though that there is that little bit of a stigma just to show that we are more progressive and forward thinking on this um, for those that are a little bit hesitant um, that there is community support behind this when you say community you mean residents just of the city of charlestown that is going to be the most impactful um anybody can sign this petition but i think it's it's going to be most impactful to show the rest of city council that residents of Charlestown. Right. And then support. the, how do you differentiate in the petition, whether they live in Charlestown or not? It does ask, uh, in the petition, um, it does not ask for your full address, but it does say like that do, you live in Charlestown, live in Charlestown? Nice. or work in Charlestown, own a small business, medical or health professional or a faith leader. Love it. Okay, good. How many people do you, what is your goal to have for signatures? I'd love a couple hundred. Um, uh, right now we're just under 50. I would love to get us to 200, 300, 400, um, just to really show that there's a significant support. I mean, only 
if we could get 650, that would be great because about 650 people voted in the last municipal election. That would be an ideal number. Out of out of how many residents who are in voting age? There are over 6,000 residents. Um, obviously, ten percent of you people voted. Okay, ten yeah. percent. Good job. Okay, moving moving on because I, I hate that topic. But yeah, so. It, there's no chance you're going to get 650 because you got to twist their arms just to get them to come and vote. But ideally, the goal is to get 200 people to vote. So tell your residents, your buddies that live in downtown, to get on there and vote or send Julia Nessie email or something. I'm not really sure. But um, so once you get the votes – or no, I'm sorry. Once you get the um, signatures, you say, hey, this is a credible amount of people. Then how it goes to the ordinance committee. Ordinance committee is like, good, this backs up what we're talking about. Where does it go then? So ideally, it will then on February 21st be in front of city council. Ordinance committee is going to have another special meeting on February 3rd because we had a few extra questions. Um, we just want to have a really solid ordinance to send to council. Changes could still be made at the council level, um, but we are hoping to have, you know, a lot of we've, this is pretty new territory for us. So every time we think we've We've answered, you know, the questions that we had at the last meeting. Then at the next meeting, we have six more questions and we have to go back to the lawyers and everybody else to make sure that we're still operating within state law and not contradicting state law. That's very important. So there could be a first reading at city council on February 21st. Any ordinance or you know law that gets passed has at least two readings. Some special ones have three. That's but we won't get into that um, at the first reading that's when we can make changes at the second reading that's when we're going to hear from the public if there is significant pushback or if we agree that some of the suggestions being made from the public need to be incorporated we would basically at that point have a second first reading because you cannot make material changes at a second reading gotcha if somebody wanted to speak is there some sort of special thing they got to fill out or they just have to come before the meeting starts and the meetings always start at 7 p.m. Put show their name at, on a list or something. Show up at City Hall, sign up on, yeah, there's a clipboard close to the front door or at the, the podium where you would speak. You just put your name on there. What would be then, an example or how much time do you get like to speak? The public comment is usually limited to about 20 minutes. So if you're the only person, we usually say like, is five minutes enough? And you can sure. say, I don't even need that or actually could I get like seven minutes and we we normally accommodate so an example of that would be like hey I'm Kevin Brackens I'm a business owner in Charlestown and blah 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 I really back what you guys are doing I just want to put my stamp on it and encourage you guys to move this forward mm -hmm. and then somebody who'd be like hey people shouldn't be smoking the devil's lettuce right it's not good for us and kids and churches and whatever mm -hmm. argument they might have ideally they have their thoughts together and yeah. And they're ready to speak and make their point in a short amount of time without too much rambling. Right. Okay. Not too much rambling. I like that. All right, cool. So, um, what's the website again? Uh, so it's one of those bit.ly links, bit.ly slash Charlestown cannabis. Awesome. Okay. I'll put, like I said, I'll put that in the, the notes. Um, Elections coming up soon. Yes. So we're we are in the filing period right now. What does that mean? Uh, so you would file to be a candidate uh, to be on the ballot. So if I lived in Ward Three, yes, 
inside Charles, if I live in any of the wards mm -hmm. designated inside Charlestown, West Virginia, yes, and I want to run for city council, mm -hmm. I then do what? So you would go to, you could go onto the city's website and right. print off the paperwork or just go to city hall. They have the packets ready for you. Um, it's a $50 fee, which is, that's great. Yeah. I mean, you on city council, it's $5,000 a year. So it's like 1% of what your salary would be. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's 50 bucks to file. You get paid to be on city council, people. Make decisions, help make laws. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So then you would just file and then you can't, you have, there is a little bit of having to get, uh, your bank account set up, but yeah. Get the other right an essay or something like that. Mm -hmm. no. So mm -hmm. if you have a passion to follow the systems of government in a small town that's not so small anymore that might be an opportunity for you because are all the wards being voted on yes all um in each ward there are two representatives and they alternate mm -hmm. every two years so half of essentially half of council it's a four-year term mm -hmm. you're two years into your four years yeah what would be one piece of advice you would give to somebody who's considering running make sure this is really something that you are you feel called to do uh that's that is the biggest piece of advice if you feel like this is something that you should do um but your your heart isn't a thousand percent into it maybe your neighbors are like kevin you should definitely be on city council yes I, yeah because you do hear that a lot i know right. that you do um but if you if you know this 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 isn't really for you and you just feel pressured to do it um you're gonna get so burnt out and really resent anybody that told you to run <laughs> so like just because you're pissed off that um there isn't a final pavement applied in the huntfield neighborhood and that's mm -hmm. what you want to get fixed don't run for city council because that might not even be a city council issue. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean that, well, when you, it, when you, I guess what I'm saying, when you say passion, yeah. What would that look like? What would a passion look like that would fuel your engine for four years minimum? Um, I mean, for me, this was something that I really felt called to do for years. Um, before I even lived in Charlestown, I was really into politics. Um, and then when I moved here, I just got like, a, in your intro, I got really involved and I saw a lot of things that I wanted to see changed. Um, and it seemed like leading up to, for about a year leading up to the point when I actually filed, every time I turned around, it was like, there was like a sign, like you should run, right. you should do this. You should like, I would read a book and I'd be like, man, I really think I should run for city council. <laughs> right. That's great. You know, so it was just like every the spirit moved. You yes. Versus yeah. just seeing problems, not knowing what the solutions are, but then also not realizing you have to work on a team to get things done. And I'll, I'll make an example. I was, I was speaking to somebody who was actually running for governor back then. And I was, I always ask people, why should I not run for office? Mm -hmm. Everybody will tell you, Oh, you should do this and you should be in this position or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, I would be like, wow, it's flattering, but I don't know if that, what that means. So then I started to ask people who were in office and say, hey, based on what you know about me, surface or even on a deep level, 
why shouldn't I run for office? And this person said to me, you know, Kevin, if you like the systems, if you like the processes for cutting through the tape, making the moves, getting the backing for things that you want to move forward, then it probably would be a good thing for you if you're able to influence people around you. But if you're somebody who wants to get things done fast, quickly, paying for it, influencing it, whatever it is, I might be better suited to do it from a private business owner's point of view or uh, as an organizing like a group of a constituency mm -hmm. almost. And I really appreciate that 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 outlook. It's it's not a fast process. Things just don't get fixed quickly, correct? Right. No, right. that's yes, this is something we've been talking about um on or at at the committee level for several months um and we this was actually referred to ordinance back in 2019. So it's taken that long for us to get to this point where I am now hoping that in March we'll be able to finally cross the finish line. That's really great perspective. You're telling me that the petition or not the petition, but the ordinance to decriminalize marijuana got started in 2019. Essentially. Yes. And this is kind yeah. of where you're at in the process of making it happen. So people, it takes time. Yeah. The things you have passion about, if you win the quote unquote popularity contest on how to win right. in a campaign, whether you're the best person or not, even if you're mega passionate about something, I bet there's only a 50% chance, probably less that you'll actually see your passion project get completed in four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a real eye opener. Yeah. I mean, just take, Nick Sigliffa, he ran on the Augustine Avenue Trail. Oh, yeah. And we are hoping to now finally break ground on that this year. So he hasn't been on council since 2019, I think. Or no. Yeah. 2019. I, I believe it was before that. Yeah. Because I started this podcast in 2020 and he was my first guests and he was no longer on city council. Yeah. It hadn't been for a while. Yeah. So and I remember we talked about that. And it's always been out there in the ether, but no one really knows where the yeah. progress is. So if you're interested in running, you should reach out to Julie or somebody on city council or go to the websites, but you have 10 days from the recording of this. And I'll have this thing live probably today because it's so short notice. Mm -hmm. When is the last day to file that you want to run? January 28th, which is a Saturday. Um, but I would suggest getting it in before that. Don't wait till the last minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I love it. Okay. Let's wrap this up though. The Charlestown cannabis petition. Uh, you can find the link for it in the show notes. And if you're interested, get out there and sign it. Let's see. Let's see how much in the, how many people in the community um, back this by signing a, a petition, at least the ones that know to sign the petition. And then maybe city council can make some things happen. They've been working on since 2019. Hmm. That sounds so bad, but it's been in production since 2019 as, yeah. as have a lot of other things. Well, it kind of got kickstarted and then it just sat on a shelf for four years. Basically. Right. That's why I, that's why I can't be in a, in a office of any type because I love just getting things done. Yeah. I like just forcing things forward and maybe it's not perfect, but I'll fix it. Mm -hmm. But I, I just know it's not for me. Okay. Julie, anything else about this? Did we miss anything? No, I think, um, there's no stigma to signing it. Yeah, I think there's a website. Is... It's very easy. How do we spread the word? Social media. Yeah, I think social media is a great tool to use this word of mouth, um, texting your friends, sending out an email. I just think this is common sense 
and that the stigma behind it really needs to be dismantled. It's, yeah, you know, I think we are modernizing this law. That's great. So. All right, cool. Anything else? I don't think so. Julie, thank you so much for being back on the Break It Down for Brackens podcast. No problem. Today's conversation was brought to you by Brackens Painting. You can find information about Brackens Painting at www.brackenspainting.com. For all of your residential and commercial painting needs, give Brackens a call.